0: As we enter 2018, I want to take a minute for all of us, even the young kids as you are listening or maybe drawing or uh, listen, uh, because this affects all of us, all of us who have a, who are old enough to make choices, make decisions for ourselves. This morning, what I want us to do before we usher into the new year And we go home, go about our day. We go and celebrate with family and friends. Some of you may just stay home and get much-needed rest. That's what Lauren and I plan to do. And uh, sleep into the new year. And um, no. Um, I want us to stop. I just want us, I give you permission, everyone, just stop. 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 From the mundane, from the hustle and bustle, even the thoughts and the preparations for tonight's celebration, to stop. Pastor Daniel and Lainey, so good to see you. They have their beautiful baby girl, Hannah. Can you stand up and show her off? Oh my gosh, you're supposed to be home resting. Oh, yay! And uh, I believe they're streaming online, Lindsay Watkins and David Watkins at the Brannock's Daughter. They just had their baby boy yesterday, Avery Watkins. So, babies, babies, babies. Don't drink the water or the coffee here, I guess. huh? Um, so, I want us to stop. Sorry, I was distracted by my brother and sister. It's so good to see you guys. Stop and reflect and even take an inventory. You know, I, w- I wasn't... Uh honestly, I'm not planning much of this message. I just feel like the Holy Spirit wants to speak to all of us about entering the new year and being all in for him, for his purposes, and for his glory. And uh, our brother, uh, Jim Bailey, made this, and uh, I know it doesn't look the greatest right now. Um, it's covered with, a, with just a covering, nothing special. And, and it made me think about, have you ever... Have you ever had things that are so special to you, but yet they're just kind of, they become unuseful, and you you kind of just kind of push them away, eventually they end up in a bin or a box, and then eventually they end up in the attic, and once in a blue moon you go up and you actually take the canvas and the cobwebs and you push it away, and you just reflect on the memories that that thing brings. It's like that spiritually. Even if you haven't experienced that yourself, it's like that spiritually. Even the things that sometimes are so important to us, sometimes they just kind of get pushed aside by other things, other desires, other wants, things of necessity, things that are urgent. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they tend to be put into the attic of our lives. And sometimes it's the most dearest, precious things, like maybe like the creator of the universe. The salvation of our hearts. The love that we need. The creator, the Holy Spirit that gives us every breath. We just kind of put a canvas or a drop cloth over. And I believe the Lord for all of us, and many of us will, Hear and respond to the call. I feel like the Lord is asking us in 2018 to start stripping away the drop cloths and the things that are dusted, uh, the things that um, are so important to us, the things that give us life and hope and joy and love and peace. Wasn't that a series? Like just a couple weeks ago? Hope, love, joy, and peace. And yet, In the busyness of life, it's not even 2018, and many of you are just going nonstop. And the things that mean the most to you, maybe it's even the children that God has gifted you and given you to disciple and raise up in the Lord, they've been pushed aside. The things that give us life and hope have been pushed aside. And 2018 is a divine opportunity that all of us are given. We're here, aren't we? Some of us... God has plans, may not make it through the new year. We may be with the Lord. Who knows? But I'm planning to be here. (laughs) Are you? And I think God is calling us to reflect and take an inventory on what's really important to us. What gives us meaning? What gives us identity? What What is our life grounded in? And so I'm going to give you the bullet points, the two points. So if you got uh, sermon notes when you came in, would you please take those out now? 2018 is your opportunity to take advantage of everything that God has given you. And when you're here at Elevation, when you're listening to a sermon online or watching us in live stream, can I really challenge you to either write notes or type them on your phone? or do whatever you need to do to take ownership of this message and respond to what God is speaking. And so I want you, even if you don't have sermon notes, go ahead and pull out your phones. You've got permission to do that. And I want you to write two things. Number one, I believe if... Let me say it this way. I believe that every person who has accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, who have come to understand what this rich, deep love is for their lives, to understand what Jesus truly came to do for you. And you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, giving you life, the breath of the Spirit. I believe that each follower of Christ will have this desire within them. Now, it may be on the shelf in, in the attic with a drop cloth on it, Or it could be like a beacon of light and a a fountain within you that's bubbling over. I don't know where it is for you. But that desire in each and every follower of Christ should be this. To know Jesus more and more. And to reflect his glory. Jesus, when he was on the earth in human form, but he was God in flesh. He always said, I do nothing that the father's not doing. Nothing apart from what God's doing. He also then says in an illustration of the vine and the branches, he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. This year in 2018, are you going to do nothing? Or are you going to abide in him and do everything that he has planned and designed for you? Wow. That will speak. It does to me. Let me ask over here. In 2018, will you do nothing? Because apart from Jesus, you can do nothing. Or will you choose to remain in Christ and do everything that he has planned for you? That's a pretty good New Year's resolution, isn't it? And so in order to be all in, two things need to happen. Why are we all in anyways? To look more and more like Jesus, because that is where our eternal reward comes from. These earthly things, guys, will pass away so fast. But the joy, the love, the hope, and the peace that only Jesus brings will last forever. So number one, write this down. Surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Want to know if you're doing that? Look at your schedule. Look at your bank statement. Look at an inventory of your mind, of your thoughts. That will show you who is in the seat of lordship of your life. Number two, number two, to be all in, and we see this in life. This isn't just a spiritual application. We need to commit to dedication. We need to apply, implement dedication, devotion, and discipline. Look at an area in your life that you have triumphed in, that you have been successful It has taken your dedication, it has taken devotion, and it has taken discipline. Diets are at an all-time high, January 1st. It takes dedication, devotion, and discipline. I'm joining that roller coaster this year. You can do it. Dedication, devotion, and discipline. Do you realize spiritually that you are running a race? And the best athletes, trained bodies, they discipline themselves into submission to what is needed to win the race. We're going to see in just a couple months the Winter Olympics. They don't just get on the slopes. They just don't get on the half pike. They just don't get on wherever... um, whatever sport they're doing. They don't jump in their skis and just win a gold medal. They discipline and train themselves all year long. Why? They want that prize. And sadly enough, in the culture we're living, everyone gets a trophy. But that's not the case spiritually. We have to train and discipline ourselves to look more and more like Christ Because the rewards here on earth and in heaven are priceless and eternal. Jesus said, store up treasures in your heart. For where your heart is, there will your treasure be also. And as we are wrapping up the Christmas season, and we're thinking about 2018, um, a couple days ago, we were invited over, which doesn't happen often in this society, but we were invited over to our neighbor's house for a Christmas dinner. And we had a couple uh, neighbors there, and she said, uh, since you're a pastor, I'd like to give you this poem. And I read it, and my jaw hit the floor, and I said, Judy, you have no idea this is God sent for the message on Sunday. And the poem is this. It's by a guy named Howard Thurman. You may know him as one of the mentors to Martin Luther King Jr. And it says this when the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, still here, when the kings and the princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild nations, to bring peace among brothers, to make music in the heart. If you're like me, I'm wrestling with some emotions and feelings and thoughts as Christmas disappears. Almost this sense of loss. And even if I'm being completely honest and transparent, I'm struggling with the feeling of, I want more. I don't want this to go away. My unrealistic expectations of Christmas were unmet. Imagine that. But it's the mindset and the heart after Christ where Christmas literally is where the gun goes off and the race begins. Last week, Christmas Eve, I gave an illustration, if you were here, of the darkness that they faced after the first fall in the garden where the serpent took the truth of God, the perfection and the holiness, and he twisted it and made it into a lie and he perverted it. And ever since then, the enemy, even though he knows he's defeated and he can't even win towards God, he attacks what is most precious to God, and that's you and me, his children. How does he attack us? With lies and the sin of the flesh. The good news of Christmas is that the Prince of Peace, the Son of God, the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the one who was prophesied hundreds of years before he even came to crush the head of the serpent to destroy sin and death and hell, and he removed the darkness and the sin in our lives that kept us from relationship, any relationship, With God. And he removed the darkness and the sin and the stain in our lives. And what does he do? He filled us with his presence. He cleanses us and he makes us whiter than snow. I love the scripture that says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. He didn't wait for you to get it right and he never will. Because you won't. He is the only one, the perfecter, the author and finisher of our faith that will get it right. Right. And what's really awesome is the whole message of Christmas is the light has come. And what he does is he gives us a guarantee to all of his promises that he said that he would fulfill. How does he guarantee it? The presence that rose Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit, you know, God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. He deposited his presence in our lives. And he makes us his own. And we are now living temples. We don't have a building anymore where God's presence is contained behind this huge cloth because of sin. He's washed us white as snow. What's that song? What can away our sins? You sing? Nothing. And kids, what's that song? This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Don't let me sing alone. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Come on, men. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. And so we get into the new year and we think, okay, God has cleansed us and the Prince of Peace has come. But then it's like an awful bad dream. We think that this Christian life is going to be a bed of roses and everything's going to be just, like, destroyed in our path so that it's just me and Jesus the whole way. And sin's not going to come. And if it does, it's like, what is God doing to me? Why is he punishing me? And then when life in our fallen world, just because we're saved in Christ and we're set apart for Christ doesn't mean that we're exempt from the problems of life. And it doesn't even mean that we're exempt from temptation of sin. Sin is ever-present. And if you're in Christ, I tell you, you are a walking target. Why? Oh, woe is me. Why is the enemy coming at me? It's because you're God's. You're His child. You're blameless. You're holy. And He wants to keep you away from the promises of God. And so the desires of the flesh... Yes, we're washed white as snow. Yes, the Spirit of God lives within us. But our flesh is still warring within us. And all of a sudden, a thought becomes a belief that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, that God may be punishing you, and doubt slips in. And now it becomes a belief, and that belief leads to your thoughts. And sometimes it's thoughts of bitterness like lemon juice and sour. And all of a sudden, your thoughts are leading you to actions and you don't know why you're acting the way you are, but if you just took an inventory and started to see the beliefs that you have clung onto and welcomed into your life, and the lies that you have believed, it will start to make sense. And all of a sudden, those lies that we trade, trade the truth for becomes anger. We wonder why we're bitter. We're resentful. This thing as a believer in Christ doesn't make sense, but it's called sin is lust. Lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes. Lust of the eyes turns to the thoughts. Thoughts turn to eyes, then beliefs, and then all of a sudden we are deep into action of sexual immorality. Some of us want to be affirmed and accepted so badly that we convert to the fear of man rather than the fear of God. And we start living for man's approval. And that welcomes us into gossip. And judgment. and Trying to one-up one another. And before you know it, loved ones, is yes, the light of Christ is still in us. You really can't see it. And you know what happens is we start to look so much like the world that is darkened and sin stained, following the patterns of the world. And then we have people who say, I don't want to be a Christian because there's not much difference here. Christians are the worst. They're backstabbing, they're gossiping, they're judging. Why? It's because we put him in the attic of our hearts and we went and given into the flesh. But here's the good news. It doesn't end on a dark note on New Year's Eve. Is the Holy Spirit can't be beaten. The Holy Spirit can't be pushed away. I mean, he can. But the Holy Spirit ain't going anywhere because Jesus paid for that on the cross. But what we need to do is we need to start fixing our eyes, like that video, fixing our eyes on Christ. Repenting. What does repentance mean? It really means just a shift of perspective, a shift of belief. Are you going to believe the lies in 2018? Or are you going to believe that I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus and that He has renewed me and He has cleansed me and He has washed me. And His Holy Spirit has given me everything I need for life and godliness. He has supplied everything that I need. All His riches and glory. And you start to claim His promises. Can anyone shout out any promises that you have been claiming in your life? As I uh, empty this. Hello? None? He will never leave me or forsake me. What? You will never forsake me. And you know what? It says... 2 Corinthians 3, my favorite verse, is this. Now where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Freedom and liberty. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect His glory are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Spirit who is the Lord. And see, we're so filled with anxiousness and we start resorting back to the world's patterns and we start getting dark again and that's when you just start claiming Philippians four 6, I'm going to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition, I'm going to be thankful. And what happens when you start to fix your eyes and I'm running out of water, but the spirit never runs out, thank God. <laughs> what happens is he renews us. Romans 12 says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be renewed by the be transformed by the renewing of your minds. And so it comes to us this morning. What are you going to do in 2018 to be all in? Or are you going to be all in? That's your decision. That's the greatest love that God gives us as he gives us the choice. But I tell you what, God has so much for you. He's given you everything you need for life and godliness. And do you know that all the blessings in heaven are yours now? Jump on in, baby. Come on. Claim it for yourselves. It's not just a name and claim it thing, but you have to grab onto it. You have to pursue it. And so I'd like to focus on those two points as we close. Number one, how are you going to surrender to the lordship of Jesus in your life? How are you going to surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit in your life? What do you need to do to let go, die to yourself, and surrender to God? Ushers, if you could get ready with those blank cards, that would be wonderful. Number two, how are you going to apply dedication, devotion, and discipline to your life? You sure do it with your diets. You sure do it with the holidays. We go all out, don't we? Sure do it with Facebook. Got to check our posts. Got to check who commented now. What did they say about me? We do it with our cell phones. We make time, don't we? We do it for the things that are important to us, entertainment, sports, and games. They're all great. They're all good. I remember going to Africa in 2006. And a buddy of mine who's never been out of the country, he said this to me. He said, you know what? I now see the material blessings in my life totally different. He said, the blessings that we have as Americans materialistically are wonderful things, but they become obstacles that rob us from the joy of the Lord. What blessings in your life are robbing you of what God has for you because you have taken him off the lordship of your life and you put those material blessings that he has given you into that throne. 2018 can be different, y'all. His mercies are new every morning. And so what are you going to do? You know, it's interesting to me. And again, I'm not knocking the things that bring us enjoyment? Parents, your kids who have sports, there's nothing wrong with that. Enjoy it. Let them grow. Let them have fun. Media, there's nothing wrong with that. Enjoy it. But here's the problem. We made all those things the meal and not the supplements and the seasoning. Think of that as you make New Year's dinner. God is always supposed to be the meat and the meal. He is the main thing. The other stuff is the seasoning that makes life enjoyable. But God has to stay the main thing. And sometimes the seasoning becomes the main thing. And what happens when you have too much seasoning? It's too much and you can't hardly eat the food and enjoy it the meal. And so as we close, the band can come on up. Ushers, go ahead and pass out the um, blank cards. Each of you are going to have a blank card. Uh, kids, go ahead and, and, I mean, if they really want to write down some of this, they can. Uh, but if not, just let it pass the kid. But each adult, each teen, would you please grab a blank card? <laughs> And I want you to hold it. And so as the cards are being passed out, I'm just going to offer some suggestions as we approach 2018, as we want to be all in. Because our desire, really, if we're honest, as Christians, is to please the heart of God, to look more and more like Jesus Christ, and to give him glory in all we do. Correct? Correct? Yeah. yeah. But there's this thing called the flesh. <laughs> and it doesn't like giving glory to God. It doesn't like the word surrender. And so, guys, we have to be dedicated. We have to be devoted. And we have to be disciplined if we want to run the race and win the prize. So let me ask you this. What is your goal for spending time with the Lord daily this year? What does that look like? What does that look like for you? Will you carve out time? to be still and alone with God? Will you communicate with him through prayer? Will you journal this year of what he's speaking to your heart? Will you stop in the stillness and give God his rightful time to bless you? Will you be in his word daily? Again, this is just discipline. Discipline. This is just things, sometimes we don't want to do it, but the discipline leads us to doing it, and afterwards, we feel refreshed. Most of you don't like working out. If you do, I think you're crazy. (laughs) But you do it, why? Because you want to feel better. And we do this thing called a chapter a day, and we're actually, the next three months, we're going to be teaching through a chapter a day. We're on 2 Corinthians 11 today. So if, you, if you've dropped off or you haven't joined us yet, just jump in today. And next week, we're going to start the book of Galatians. And then the week after that is Ephesians, Colossians. It's going to be awesome. But will you commit to being in his word daily? And so you forget. So what you mess up one day, just jump back on. Give yourself grace. Wipe yourself off. Dust Wipe the dust off yourself and move on. We have something called the podcast, the Weekly Impact Podcast. It is actually good. I enjoy it. I love it. I don't like listening to myself when I'm on there. But I tell you what, Daniel and Jacob and Brent are amazing. They're amazing on it. Just listen to them for 30 minutes and watch how your perspective for that day is going to go. It's for you. It's a resource for you. Also, our weekly sermons are on our phone app and on our website. Our phone app, we, we pay a good amount for that phone app. Why? Because we want to resource you. Thank you. Are, are, are you clapping that we pay a lot for the app? Or, no, I'm kidding. The phone app is for you. Just listen to the weekly podcast or listen to the weekly message and go deeper. Challenge yourself man you can kind of start let me ask you this who are the people who walk hand in hand with you daily who are those people that you would say support you in all you do that speak encouragement with, uh, to you that text you a scripture or whatever it may be do you have those people in your life if you don't you need them and we just have a we just have a simple small group of structure called 222 if you're not in one, can I challenge you even today as a commitment to 2018 to go fill out a Connect card, put it at the Welcome Center, and we will connect with you in the coming weeks about getting into a 222 group. It's all about walking life together with Jesus. You need each other. God did not create this life for you to live alone. And lastly, I promise lastly, Will you commit to be all in in your generosity? I'm not just talking about money. This is not a pitch for money. This is a pitch for your heart. Are you really all in? This is where it starts to put rubber on the road. This is where it starts to put traction in the in 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 what you're saying. It puts proof. Would they say the proof is in the pudding? Are you going to show proof? by being all in and being generous in all that you have and serving I tell you what you're more blessed when you serve than the blessing that you're giving as you serve and the people who are nodding are the ones who are all in serving and so what I want you to do during this next song is I want you just to take time between you and the Lord and I want you to write on the all in card of what you want to commit to God what your what are your goals of being all in. Maybe it's something you want to lay down this year. Maybe it's something you want to give up this year. Maybe it's something that you want to experience in your relationship with God. I want you just to take time and start to reflect and search your heart. What is it in your life that you need to start implementing and applying to start experiencing the fullness of Christ? Because it's for us. It's for you. You just have to apply God bless this time. Holy Spirit, speak in Jesus' name.